1: Pete has gone to Nagchuka to summon Bob Gilmore and his men to gather in Lhasa preparatory to an advance on the headquarters of the octopus in the pass of the Iron Dagger. His uncle Clint has remained at the house of La Ring to formulate the best method of attack and also listen for word from Barney, who has flown to Black Pass for Chief Tipo and his prisoner Chen, chief pilot of the octopus squadron of planes. Meantime, another octopus plane containing Quan Wu has been waiting for Barney to start his return flight. The moment he gets in the air, the enemy plane drops like a hawk, spitting machine gun bullets at the plane piloted by the surprised Barney. The two planes are engaging in an aerial dogfight, and Barney is hard put to outmaneuver his enemy.
0: What are you doing, Dunlap? I'm trying to dive out of his way. Then if we can play hide-and-seek in these clouds, I'm going to try and get above him and give him some of his own medicine. Get on our machine gun, chief Keepo. Can you work one? Uh, Yes, but how can I from a plane like this? Oh, it's a special job. Here, slide back that hatch. This. That's right. Wait a minute now. We're in a cloud. I'm going to climb again. Now we're out of the storm. Can you see anything of the octopus plane? Not yet. He must have followed you into the clouds. You're telling me? That babe was on my tail every minute. We got enough holes in our wings to make a swell sieve. I only hope they hold up in this dogfight. Otherwise, you may learn how it feels to make a parachute jump. I hope not. Me too. Now, turn that crank by the machine gun, and you and the gun will rise a little. You'll be a better target for the other gunner. But you can get in some good licks yourself if you're smart. Can you work it? And yes, this is wonderful. Yeah. But when I bear down on this guy, if we ever find him... Shoot! Shoot through the propeller? Yeah. It's time to a split second to miss it. Hey, there's that plane again. Uh, This time we have the advantage. We have if I can climb faster than he can. This crate is larger than his and not quite so fast. But I think I got a good enough start on him to turn and dive back on him when we gain enough altitude. (laughs) Look at Chan. He's scared stiff. You can laugh at a time like this, Dunlop. Sure, t I can always laugh if I got half a chance in a fight. And we got more than half a chance now. That other pilot never thought we'd live through his first attack. He's kind of worried now. And hey, listen, his gun again. How can he hope to hit us at this distance? I told you he was worried. He's wasted his ammunition. But I'm going to bear down on him now. So get ready to use that machine gun, Thiebaud. I'll give you the word when we're within range. I shall be ready. Let her go. Get up, boy, Tippo. you wink. They're bearing off. They'll escape. Not with me after them. They won't. They started something, and I'm going to finish it. And them. Okay, start shooting. You got him. Punctured the fuel tank. The ship's afire. There they go. Poor guys. But it was either them or us.
2: Come on inside now, chief people, and we'll hit for home. And her brother. What an exciting life they have had.
3: And excitement has its bad points as well as good, though, huh? <laughs> I guess you've learned that during our stay here, huh?
2: You mean uh, the episode concerning the arrow in the garden? Yes. <laughs> yes, that was very bad. Both Speed and I would have lost our lives had he not sensed the peril in time. Uh-huh, well, that sounds like a car. Must be your father and Speed. I shall see. It is, Mr. Barlow, and they have someone else with them. Someone else? Let me see. You see? They are helping him out of the car. Oh, yeah. What?
3: Why, it's Larry Winfield.
2: How could he have recovered as quickly as that? I don't
3: know, Darwell. Those vapors of sleep that the octopus used on him were unknown to Dr. Kingsley. Without added doses, the recovery must be rapid. A little food and rest, and Larry seems to be well on the way to recovery.
2: He is still very weak. Speed and my honored male parent are supporting him. Yes, yeah, so I see. Let's go to meet them, huh? They must have brought him here for a very important reason. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Speed is beaming like a plane beacon. Oh, here we are.
2: Hi, Clint. Hi, Dahl. Well, how
4: week. are you? <laughs>
3: well, so, Lawrence Winfield is himself again, huh? Eh?
4: You bet. As soon as he gets strong again. Larry, this is my uncle, Clint Barlow.
1: Oh, Barlow, words can never express my gratitude for what you've done for Marcia and me. Oh, now, don't think about things like that, Larry. Here, here, sit over here in this easy chair.
0: <sighs> there. Does that feel better?
1: Yes, thanks, Mr. Turing.
0: I believe some hot tea would be welcome to all of us. If you'll excuse me a moment, I shall order, some. Why, of course, Mr. Searing. I know you have much to tell your uncle, Speed, and this will give you an opportunity. He's right,
4: Clint. Oh, but first, Larry, this is Dawad Searing, Mr. Searing's son. Oh,
1: Glad to meet you, Dawad.
2: And I am most honored, Mr. Winfield. I've heard a great deal about you from Speed, and since seeing you when you were brought... Hi, Dawad. Well, well there, how Speed. are
3: you? <laughs> so... Lawrence Winfield is himself again, huh?
2: You bet, as soon as he gets
4: strong again. Larry, this is my uncle, Clint Barlow.
1: Oh, Barlow. Words can never express my gratitude for what you've done for Marsha and me. Oh, now don't think about things like that, Larry. Here, here, sit over here in this easy chair.
0: (sighs) There. Does that feel better?
1: Yes, thanks, Mr. Searing.
0: I believe some hot tea would be welcome to all of us. If you'll excuse me a moment, I shall order some. of course, Mr. Searing. I know you have much to tell your uncle, Speed. And this will give you an opportunity.
4: He's right, Clint. Oh, but first, Larry, this is Dawat Ring, Mr. Ring's son.
1: Oh, glad to meet you, Dawat.
2: And I am most honored, Mr. Winfield. I've heard a great deal about you from Speed. And since seeing you when you were brought from Lake Tengrenor, I've been most anxious concerning your welfare.
1: Yes, I guess I've been more trouble than I'm worth. Oh, to hear that's no way to talk. Oh, but it's true, Barlow. If I hadn't gotten mixed up with the octopus in the beginning, Marcia would never have come to China to risk her life looking for me. Now, that word, if, plays an important part in every life, Larry. But what's done is done. Now then, if you're strong
3: enough, I want you to tell me everything you know about this criminal. How you first met him. What caused you to
4: get involved with him. And what happened after that? Can I tell you something important first, Clint? Well, oh, yes, yes. What does Speed? be? When Dr. Kingsley said that Larry could come back home with us if we took good care of him, we left Nocchuk on, stopped off at Lhasa as we passed through it. Well, see, by the way, did you give Bob his orders to bring back the men to Lhasa immediately? Yeah, and as he raring to go, he'll come here as soon as he gets them settled in Lhasa. Good. While we were in Lhasa, Mr. Cedring stopped off at the government building to see if anything new had been reported. And I want to see if any word had come from Chief Riley yet. And it had. Was What? You mean that we have an answer on those pictures of Paul Meunier that we telephototed to
3: New York? You bet. And here it is. Well, wait a minute. Let's see. Can discover no resemblance in telephoto pictures of Meunier to pictures in Rogue's Gallery. This proves we have no photographic record of Octopus. Well, that's a disappointment.
4: Not such a big one, Clint. It was just a shot in the dark anyhow. You thought it might not match up with any of them? Yes, I know, Speed, but... But those pictures I took are going to be valuable anyhow. Larry Winfield knew the real Paul Meunier.
1: What? Yes, I met him in Hong Kong. Well, then you could identify him from a picture? Yes, it was three years ago when I saw him, but he had such a striking face, I'd know him anywhere. And even if you saw another face made up to look like him? Well, what do you mean?
4: Shall I get the pictures, Clint? I have them in my room. Yes,
1: Speed, and Hurry. This may be the turning point of the whole case. Okay,
2: I'll be right back. May I see that cable from Chief Riley, Mr. Barlow? I have never seen one before. Hmm?
3: Oh, yes, of course, Dawa. Here you are.
2: But uh, but this is not the message you just read to us. This one says, weather unfavorable for scientific expedition. Supplies low. Stand by. <laughs> well, the International
3: Secret Police have a code, Dawa. We send all our important messages and codes.
2: Oh, now I understand.
1: Your organization is wonderful. I hate to think of what would happen to us if it hadn't been for the secret police. We operate to capture such criminals as the octopus, Larry. And then law-abiding
3: citizens won't be in such deadly danger.
0: Here is the tea, gentlemen.
1: Dawa will pass the bowls and pour the tea. It'll taste mighty good to me. The weather's very cold.
2: Yes, night is drawing on. I do hope that Barney and Chief Tipo return before darkness.
1: Yes, I hope so too, Darwa. They should if
3: everything has gone right. But now that we have our tea, suppose you begin your story, Larry.
1: All right. Now, well, has already told you that I came to China as engineer for an oil company. Now, this company was interested in the possibilities of oil in Tibet as well as in China. Yes. I was making a good salary and decided to experience as much as I could of the Far East. While we were planning the expedition, I had my nights to myself, so I fell into the habit of gambling.
2: Is that when you met Bob Gilmore?
1: No, I met him a little later, Dawa. I thought I was having a fine time, even though I kept losing steadily. Didn't want to borrow on my salary. So a wealthy Chinese gentleman, Quan Wu told me that he'd lend me the money to pay my gambling debts. I could settle with him as I was paid. Quan Wu?
2: I have heard you mention that name in connection with the octopus. Why, certainly.
1: Wu's the right-hand man of the octopus. I knew nothing of this. Wu was welcomed everywhere, highly thought of.
2: Here are the
4: pictures,
1: Clint. Oh, yes, thank you.
3: Uh, Wait a minute. That sounds like a plane. Barney's coming in.
2: Has he enough light to land, Mister Barlow? Yes,
3: now. Uh, let's go out into the field, eh? Huh? Oh, uh, will you please stay here with Larry, Mister Searing? Of course, I shall be most happy to. I don't want to let him out of our sight for a minute. The octopus may have spies in the neighborhood. You'll have to wait
1: for a few minutes, Larry. All right, Barlow. I'll drink some more tea while you're gone. Yeah, the boy, come along, you two kids. Gee, it
3: sure is cold. Uh, I'll say it is. Uh,
4: Barney, aye. <laughs> Hi, kid. Boy, oh
0: boy, Clint, have the fireworks started. Huh? What do you mean? Why, well, you've been fired upon. By an octopus plane, no less. But I crashed him. It means open war, old pal. So
3: it does, Barney. We won't wait any longer. We're going to take the octopus tonight before he has a chance to gather his forces in the past. Come on. <laughs>